This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back, everybody, to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 26th, 2021, with my guest, Cactus Update. Alex is a very knowledgeable and experienced grower who shares that common love for plants with his father, and it sounds like it was passed down, inherited. He spent quite a bit of time showing us and telling us about his collection and seedlings that he's grown. So this is going to be one of those episodes that you may want to go over to my YouTube channel, which can be found via the link in my bio on my Instagram at If Plants Could Talk Podcast. Uh, I very much enjoyed this interview and I felt like I learned a lot. And I also feel like Alex probably could have kept going for quite some time, but both of us were on a time crunch. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Alex. Cactus Update is in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up, Alex? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's, it's another another hot and sunny day. It's actually a little cloudy, but uh, pretty good day. How about you? Great, great. It's been a busy day. It's actually hot for California. You'll probably laugh if I tell you what the temperature is, but right now <laughs> it is. It was 79 earlier, uh, and I'm sweating. I'm sweating bullets, you know, because it doesn't really get hot for us over here. I know it's funny. What's your temperature? Um, God, I think the high today was, was 99. Um, and that's actually a pretty cool day. Uh, we're, we're having a, a surprisingly cool May. Usually we're in the hundreds by mid May. And, um, so like, we're still waking up to cool mornings, but, uh, soon enough, we're actually not until July, but there comes a point in the summer where, um, you go out, you can't be outside. Uh, yeah. like the, there's no, the wind doesn't cool you off. It, it feels like somebody's breathing on you like mm. it, so but it's cool plants tend to like it and and i, I still like it here where are you <laughs> just, exactly uh, i'm in tucson tucson okay yeah kind of one of the one of the cactus capitals i'd i'd say in the states we got some pretty great growers here that's awesome yeah i know there's some good nurseries out there i've been meaning to get out there i've got a buddy that that's in 
Scottsdale. So I would love to go mm. out there and go check out some of those nurseries that Cactus Quest has toured. And I'm sure you've been to yeah. plenty of times. So mm-hmm. It's a blessing to be close it to is. such a centralized location for Cactus, man. Yeah, it can be a little enabling and just be like, oh, <laughs> I'm bored. I'm going to I'm gonna go see what I see. And every time you go, you, you notice something you didn't notice last time. Not Who knows if it's because they just put it out or because you were distracted by everything else. Yeah. But uh, with with the pandemic and the baby, I, I don't really just get bored and, and go for a drive anymore. <laughs> New baby? Yeah, he's uh, he's actually sleeping right next Uh-oh. door. Um, Judah, he's he'll be a year in on June eighteenth. So crazy, mine well, just turned pandemic. One. Same pandemic. Oh no baby. way! Yeah, I had one yeah. just turned one in April. Oh no way! Yeah. Congrats. What's uh what's the baby's name? Sage sage yeah that's a great boy that makes sense is that were you burning some sage just now too i was i was was, yeah (laughs) Yeah. that was great yeah ours is ours is judah very Um, super fun man it's it's, uh he's our first Mm. and um he's he's definitely my my best plant that's that's what i tell people number one plant dude pandemic (laughs) baby was crazy huh having a baby in the middle of the pandemic was fucking nuts it was it was insane. I mean, my my wife, she's she's amazing, and she she gave birth with a mask on. Like, yeah, ah. yeah. Were you able? It was it was just me and her. Mm-hmm. Like one person. nobody else could be there. Yeah, couldn't it's... leave the room. You had to like I had to pack yep. like everything, caught my own shit. You know, we we got stuck there for like a week because it was like a traumatic birth. Maybe not a week. It was a few days, but uh, it was a traumatic <laughs> birth. And yeah, man, oh, that was man. an experience. I we were we were there three nights because um, he was a little little jaundiced, mm-hmm. just NICU. whatever. Yeah, no NICU. He was he was okay. Just uh, they just wanted to keep an eye on him. Okay. But uh, I'm glad glad to hear Sage is healthy, yeah, and uh, Judah's doing great too. There's so much fun. So tell me <laughs> tell me about uh, do you, do you like to admire cactus and habitat being from where you are? You know I do. Fun, funny enough for. In Tucson, the, the saguaros, we've got some really gorgeous saguaros, and they're all doing something really strange right now. They're they're blooming a lot, um, and they're blooming f- not just from the new growth like they usually do, but from the sides. And um, a guy was, I was watching a video about it, they're saying that they think it's because we've had some pretty rough summers, and they haven't grown very much, so it's kind of a stress response, and they're, they're pushing out an un- unusual amount of buds. Wow. and in strange locations and they're dropping them actually um if you follow my dad at dad gonzalez he posted a, a picture of a saguaro bloom that fell into one of his agaves and it's 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 pretty unusual but um yeah you know we've got saguaros we've got a lot of some some amelaria some uh some echinocereus and some escobarias and coryphantha um you know i the plants and the Arizona native plants I'd really like to see are like some epithelantha that grow in the in the dragoons not too far from here. Okay. Um, we've got some Aquino cactus horizontalonius that's out in the Ironwood uh, National Forest area, I believe. Okay. And then of like up in the Grand Canyon, we've got um, some people call them Navajoa. Uh, I think they're called Pedio <laughs> Pedio cactus now. There's these tiny little cute. I have I brought them to show because they're really cute. Awesome. Um, but a lot of the stuff we have growing out here, I don't 
I don't get too excited about like uh, cylindro funchias like like choyas yeah. and prickly pears and they're just like yeah oh and we have a ton of, of farro we've got some pretty pretty cool barrels um, uh, but I like when I drive around I I really like to creep on people's yards and see mm, they've got growing when now they've landscaped like um, like a half a block from me there's a really cool house where they've got like it looks like they've set it up by like regions. And they've got a South Africa area where they've got some big aloe trees and they've got wellwichias in the ground. And like that, that gets me, that gets me a little more hyped than, uh, nice. than a teddy bear choya might. <laughs> but the desert's gorgeous. Um, it took me a while to really appreciate the desert, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Uh, when I, we, we moved here when I was five years old from Mexico. Mm. So from, from the desert to the desert. Mm. Actually, that's not true. We were, we were in a city called Los Mochis, which is a, a bay town. Um, but I always just, uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't think much of it. And probably once I started, maybe in my early 20s, when I started going hiking and mountain biking more and talking to my dad about plants more, um, and traveling more like, like when you leave and come back i was mm. like oh this this place is awesome uh, i don't you know the, the heat doesn't bother me and what what a community of survivors you know it's it's such a cool like i love the critters and the flora and the fauna if you will um so it's it's an amazing place but um to long story short i'd love to see any plants in habitat I, i'd love to do a trip to chile i'd, I'd love to Go to Madagascar, to go to the island of Abdul Curry. <laughs> like, mm. um, I just, I just like being somewhere, just being immersed with the new space. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. So sometimes in our youth, we can't uh, necessarily appreciate the beauty that's around us, or we take for granted right. the things that we have. And um, you know, it could be even you could even become. I could see how people could become resentful of their own area, and then they get older, and then they look back, and they're like, "Wow, I'm, how blessed am I?" Kind of thing, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's easy. It's it's that um, that switch when you realize the world doesn't revolve around you, mm. and that most of the things that are happening have nothing to do with you. Um, mm. There's still a lot of people my age and older that that can't process that. But yeah, I think that's a, a huge <laughs> switch. Like, Yeah. And how old are you? I'm 36. Okay. 36? Yeah, I think okay. I was born in 85. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, my 36th birthday just passed. Sorry, I, I don't keep very good track of things. That's all right. All right. I was born in 1990. Oh. But I appreciate uh, oh, your, nice. your it, what sounds like extensive knowledge of uh, botanical names and uh, all the different kinds of species. I'm very happy to have you on. And uh, mm -hmm. as I told you before we started recording, I had a, a handful of requests for you, and uh, you were definitely on my mind, as well as other people. Just so everyone knows, I see you. I'm just, you know, I'm working on it. I just started doing this now <laughs> more full time, so I'm trying to get to everybody. But That's um, cool, man. tell me, what when did you? When did that switch happen? And what was that like? So the switch happened to where you started appreciating and therefore probably collecting. You said your dad, I think, yeah. something like that. I, it's so um, my I, I inherited my dad's uh, sickness, our our obsession. <laughs> it just took a while to to ferment or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, and when I was younger, I I would go to nurseries with my dad, and I would enjoy it. Um, 
just the adventure of it. And I would think the plants were kind of neat. Um, what's wild is, you know, like plants for the Southwest, um, they've known me since I was in middle school, the, the Jane and Jean, they're, they're wonderful people. And it's, it's just wild to, to think about something like that. Like I'd go there and pet their dogs. That was my favorite part, mm. but um, you know, now I go there and buy plants and get advice. And, you know, I could, if, if I don't say, Oh, I got to go, I could be there for hours, you know? Mm. Um, but when it really clicked, I think is when I, when I stopped having roommates and started having more of a home, um and when I really when I was less interested in leaving Tucson and leaving the house I I decided I wanted to have a space that that was you know um satisfying to be in and you know, maybe maybe meditative maybe calming um and so I would say it was right around when I when I got my first full-time job too when I started teaching high school um my dad gave me a few plants that I planted around the yard and I started taking care of them and being really obsessive about watching them grow and seeing the first bud. And then I started building a little shade structure. So I, it was about eight years ago that I really started collecting and growing and maybe two years before that when, when I kind of switched and was like, I, this is nice. Mm. Um, and it was also, you know, I, I mountain bike, well, not as much lately, but mountain biking is one of my my um, absolute favorite things to do and Great. you know it's because you you can go um and there's some trails out here where you'll you'll go through four or five different uh terrains and different like uh, different surroundings like you go through like uh Ocotillo forest and then it'll trans it'll become um saguaros and all of a sudden you're just by a bunch of choya and then it's just like barren desert and um the things you see along the way, you know, Gila monsters, rattlesnakes, falcons, all that stuff just kind of, it's really awesome. Uh, it's, for, for lack of a better word, it's, it's just really cool stuff like to, to stop in the middle of your ride and because there's a desert tortoise in the middle of the trail and then you look to your right and there's a, a blooming um, hedgehog cactus, a claret cup. Um, so yeah, I think just when I became happier being in Tucson it kind of came hand in hand mm -hmm. and my dad and I mountain bike together and so it was just one other thing that that we can bond over um, which is really really special I hope, I hope to have that with my son someday Great. but it'll be okay if he doesn't like them <laughs> mm. so it sounds like arguably you you always had that connection with nature uh, nonetheless and uh yeah just uh not not the investment, I think, is sure. the, the the half I was missing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and are you are you saying your dad's on Instagram? What what is his? Yeah. Instagram so um, I'll, I'll explain his handle. It's it's Dad Gonzalez. Okay. So uh, with a Z, mm. and it's because I always had him saved um, in my cell phone. I didn't like that even back when they were flip phones when, when you'd put uh, contacts in. Um, all my friends had like mom and dad's just as that, but it really drove me crazy the way my phone organized things. And if I had a single name with no last name, I, I just couldn't handle it. Um, mm. So I put him in there as dad Gonzalez. And my friends would see that a particular friend um, would see that he'd come up as dad Gonzalez. And she started calling him dad Gonzalez every time she saw him. <laughs> um, and that's his Instagram name, dad Gonzalez. That's cool. 
That's so beautiful that yeah. you guys have that that similarity and in, in interest, and you have that bond and connection. I actually truly envy that. Um, I, I don't have that, but tell me about yeah. your collection. Uh, how how is that? How has that been? What's it been like? So following with my dad, I think we we have a lot of similar um, obsessions with with him. Um, with just a lot of the the Mexican plants. Um, yeah, we're it's, it's from where we're from, and mm. um, there's some really amazing plants there. So we both um, I, I I'd argue that we both our top plants are like Ario Ariocarpus, and um, we really like Turbini Carpus. Um, Lophophoras, we really enjoy. Um, I don't have a ton of them, but I did pull some out, like you said, like you asked. Thank you. Um, I really, I like Astrophytum quite a bit. I don't, he likes them, but not, so there's some diverging points. Um, but really, I, there's very, there's a lot, a lot of plants I don't like when it comes to, to cactus. Mm. Um, I do have some euphorbias. They're, they're pretty okay. There's some cool ones. Um, but it's almost all cactus. It's mostly the the Mexican ones. But I have some some Chilean plants like Copiapoa, of course. Um, not as many like uh, well, I can't keep keep up or keep track of it. Uh, if it's Ariosaceae or Pyrocactus or <laughs> one of the other names, they keep switching around. Um, but then I have some agaves too. I funny enough they. I like them, but they don't always do well with me, and I'm not sure what I do to mm. kill some of them. I, I've, I've murdered more agaves, than, I'd say, than other plants, and I, I really like aloes too. <laughs> not all, most. There's actually I'm very picky with aloes, but I like really toothy ones, and I love um, aloe trees. That's well, it's. Um, I guess it's alloidendron dichotoma, uh, the quiver tree. There used to be an aloe dichotoma. Okay. Um, I've got some that I, I bought at Plants for the Southwest um, in, a, in a two inch pot. It was a five inch plant and had it for six years now. And it's it's like five feet in the ground. Mm. So just um, that kind of anything that, that feels like you're building a, a legacy, for lack of a better word. Like I, I love to see a plant and being like, I remember when it was this big. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I moved it from here to there. I remember when I almost killed it when I had to cut the like. Um, I like history with mm. plants. Um, I don't. I, I usually buy small for more than one reason. Um, that I'm, I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm very cheap. But also, um, I just think there's there's this intangible satisfaction of of growing something. Yes. Um, that that. I, I would argue there's a little bit of a division of collectors, and especially on Instagram. Uh, I think there's people that are trophy hunters more mm, than than yeah. anything else, for lack of a. And or you know, flexors. They're flexors too. Flexors. Like yeah, I, that's the word, right? You can tell a lot yeah, about their income. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, and I, 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 you know, in some ways, I, I benefit from the prices plants are going for like i can if i'm you know i had a surprise uh hospital bill recently mm. um not not like a tragedy or anything it just turned out i owed more for the baby's birth than i realized okay. <laughs> um so i you know i sold some plants to to offset the unexpected expense it's yeah. just like 
but then it's in the same hand. I can't I can't just go buy a a Copiapoa um, number one because you can't find them. If you can find them, they're they're uh, pricing out most people. Um, yeah, but uh, they are really beautiful plants. But uh, yeah, I, li- I like to grow. I like to hoard. Um, I I think it's it's a little bit of an obsessive quality of of mine that I just you know I I started my Instagram um, not knowing there was a cactus community or a cactus craze. It was just that on my personal account I kept posting pictures of my plants and putting hashtag cactus update. Um, you know, kind of ironically mm. and. Um, I was like, ah, you know, all my friends here, they're like mountain bikers and old friends and they, they don't care about plants that much. Uh, I want to catalog my collection and growth. And so I'll just make another account. And that's, that's how I ended up with, with, uh, cactus Instagram, but now I've made a ton of friends and I I'm on that more than my personal account. Um, yeah. Kind of, kind of strange. <laughs> That's very cool. We just got the story of where the username came from. It was originally a, a hashtag showing the updates of your plants, of their growth and stuff, huh? Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a little, little on the stupid side, like no, most I, things that I, actually I do. Like not not in a bad way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, think, I was going to say Thanks, I think it's man. cool. Yeah, appreciate it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just I take most things super lightly, so. It's, kind of nice that way yeah mm. so something that um i had selegna soul uh explore and was a feedback that i had received from listeners was more plant specific information and you are once again sure. another great candidate to explore that topic um so which of those turbino carpus ariel carpus love Fofora, would you say that you have the most um understanding and, and experience with uh i'd say i mean i don't hold on one second you... no worries we can always pause i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it go for it she waved me on so i don't know <laughs> it's all good yeah we can um, always pause yeah uh i i just want to like I, I never claim to be an expert. I I learn so much f- from others, and okay. I experiment a lot. So, okay. um, I my my Ariocarpus I think do pretty well. Um, and I did bring a few of those. I just brought plants that I thought would be fun. I could talk about um, some stuff I've I've grafted because um, I know that 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 can be a a hot topic. Yeah. Um, so I thought. This could be fun. Uh, I'll show some stuff I grew from seeds, some stuff I grafted, Great. some stuff I like. <laughs> yeah, I like plants. Um, so I'll, I'll show you this thing because um, people get pretty... I get a lot of questions about this. And this doesn't like to focus. I don't know Maybe if you can see it. Back it. Just can you tell bit. what I'm showing you? you? Pull it back a little bit. There, you there go. we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. So what do you think this is? I have no idea. So this is a, a young Ariocarpus okay. seedling. I wanted to they call them micrographs. Hold it back up. So it's a young Ariel. Oh, is it focused yet? Oh, a little Come bit. Come on, back. this camera drives me crazy. I think if I had my face, it's <laughs> all good. So it's a young Ariel well, Carpus. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, some seed I bought. 
from a guy in Australia who's an amazing grower. Um, it's Cactus Labs Australia uh, with the K. His name's Andrew. Um, wealth of information, like knows Japanese cultivars and can give you the history of names. Um, and it's so it's a hybrid of a cauliflower and a cochabayanus, so retusus cultivar cauliflower. Okay. And it's grafted onto a, a fairly young golden barrel. Okay. Um, and so when you kind of graft them onto younger plants like that, barrel. right? Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> um, you know, a year later, you end up with, with something like this. And this one is a little, I grafted on a smaller, um, God, this is the, you can't even see on the a smaller. Yeah, it's it's hiding under there, um, and supposedly I can't confirm this because I haven't done enough. It's focusing on the microphone. Let's see if I can get this. This whole podcast is going to be me pointing a blurry cactus at the camera. There you go. I think that distance right there that you have is perfect. A little bit further back. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so supposedly, after over time, the those young stalks will kind of get they'll burn out right they'll they'll run out of energy and the um the scion which so you have the stalk is is the bottom plant and you have the scion is is the the host if it's the um the parasite if you will it's kind of it's, it's like it's, it's kind of frankenstein-y it's it's like a little unsettling for people it's it's always funny when i post a video somebody gets really upset about how unnatural it is um yeah, it a which is bait. fine it is unnatural there's really there's not a lot natural about collecting um plants from a, another country or continent in a mm. plastic pot um if you ask me so why excellent. not just get weird with it excellent um yeah so and then you know another while later they'll keep growing and they'll, they'll kind of get like this big this is another, this is something, these are all plants I've grown from seed and, and grafted. Um, but if I didn't graft that plant, I don't think I've brought one, but I have some that I, that I'm still growing on their own roots. And um, they're, they're not even the size of a dime yet. Like they're, they're teeny tiny. Um, so, you know, you graft for various reasons. For me, one reason is I want to see what they're going to become, you know, so you can fast forward, you can get Five years of growth in a year really i don't i don't even think that's an exaggeration wow. um and you can you know produce plants more quickly too you can make seeds and, and graft offsets and all that stuff um so grafting is pretty fun but um if we're gonna keep talking about areocarpus so i'll tell you a little bit about them i'll show you one of my favorite ones um this is a loidii and there we go um it's uh if you can see, like the outer edges are a little purple right now. It's kind of dark green, and then you can see lighter green in the center. Okay. There we go. There we go. But the the center is like glowing. <laughs> it's okay. It looks good on my end. Good. Good. Um, so, what I think uh, a lot of people, um, as far as how I care about care for Areocarpus and really all my plants. Um, the, I, I repot, I try and repot annually. Everything, almost everything I put in the same mix. Uh, people will, will argue and, you know, hold their breath over what the best mix is. Um, I really, what I, whenever anybody asks me, I, I say, you should talk to someone in your area 
yeah. and see what's working for them. Um, same thing goes for watering routines and percentage of shade cloth and all that. Somebody asked me, how often do you water? And I'm like, well, I'm watering every week right now, a deep watering, um, but it's 105 degrees in my greenhouse, 50% shade cloth sounds like a lot, but you know, the plants are stressed out, they're turning purple. Um, whereas that same routine for you might, might lead to, to rotten or bloated plants. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but that being said, I, I put it in a mix that I, I just learned from local growers. It's, um, 75% pumice, 25% compost, um, that I get from a rock yard. You know, I can, I can go get a five gallon bucket of compost or pumice for $4 or something, okay. um, which is the, you know, the, the benefit of living in in a hot, hot uh, town like Tucson, um, you know, we have our drawbacks, but some stuff is cheap. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, and then I, I put a little bit of Osmo coat in there, the, the purple bag, um, the ornamentals one. Um, I don't feel great about it because it's microplastics, but Osmo coat is time release fertilizer. Okay. Uh, so these little, you'll see it in like beads. beads. You'll, you'll see it in, yeah, they're little beads. And I, I don't think that they, I think they just leach out and I don't think that the plastic um, ever disappears. So I I'm, I don't plan on buying another bag of it. Um, I've actually switched. Uh, I'm gonna get, I bought an inline fertilizer infuser. I can't think of the right word. Um, and I, I always water with, uh, with rain water. I have a pump with a 855 gallon rain barrel Mm. Um, that is usually half full. Um, last summer, I ran out for the first time ever because we had an an awful, awful summer. Like uh, it was a disaster. My mm. my pecan tree's dead, but uh, that's fine. It's it's, it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm going to do this inline um, fertilizer, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put. I use seven seven seven. Honestly, sometimes I just use Miracle Grow tomato fertilizer. Um, I'll use cactus. I just use, I just feed them. Um, Mm. And I don't worry too much because I only feed at half or quarter strength anyway, Um, because you don't want to burn the roots and you don't, you don't want um, a bloated plant. Okay. It's it's funny. My dad uh, has, has made me um, self-conscious when, when my plants are getting too much water, he'll come over and be like, look at that. Look at that fatty. It's not really like, judgingly but i look at it and i'll be like oh my god look, look at that thing like there's um a mammalaria that's another plant we like a lot the mammalaria terrasae is um they put on a really good show i don't know if you saw it it probably had like 30 flowers at once mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i made a reel where it shows up okay but uh one year it was so big that that it looked like just a green snake with little white dots when really it's supposed to be super compact um anyway kind of went on a little tangent there i'm sorry no, you're doing great are your carpus uh they don't want full sun um they take more water than people think uh there's there's this people think that um you need to torture your plants and, and you don't um but what you need to do is is watch your plants and know when they're not okay um by now you should see signs of growth if you wiggle a plant i'm i'm a I'm a real plant um, personal space invader. I, I touch them, I squeeze them, I wiggle them, I tug on them. Uh, when I repot something, 
every few days I'll just give it a wiggle or give it a tug and once it's firm in there I, then I feel good because I know it's really rooted in and grabbed on um, I don't I don't get quite as uh, sexual with stuff like Gloria does <laughs> but I could appreciate <laughs> shout out to queen it. bitch succulents yeah she's great um, but you know some people are totally hands off but I check them if I don't feel good about a plant I, I'll unpot it and I'll knock all the pumice and compost off and if I don't see fresh roots coming out, I'll trim it, I'll let it dry, uh, and either I'll pot it again or I'll, I'll do something that I, I, I really don't like, but it really works, which is the water therapy. You know, you take your yeah. plant and you plop it in water for one day to 10 to three weeks, uh-huh. and roots come out and it fattens up and it's <laughs> it feels so wrong, um, but it works really well. And um, I import a lot of plants well, not a lot, but a lot of the nicer plants I've gotten, I'll, I'll import from, from Thailand. And uh, I, I think Thai plants live a very pampered life. And what I was finding for a long time is these Thai imports, they would spend a year um, dying under my care, for lack of a better word. They, they'd be shriveling and shriveling, just holding on to life. Um, and then the next year, they'd finally root and grow and start looking really nice. But uh, what I started doing with a lot of the Thai plants is just putting them in water therapy, waiting until there's a nice amount of new roots, potting them. And this is another thing that is ill-advised, but watering them right away. Because oh. <laughs> otherwise those roots from water therapy, they, they die um, because they're used to being kind of submerged. Uh, like wean um, them off. And I, yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, you pot it carefully and not, don't damage the roots because that's that's the issue in water that the bacteria can't really grow because you know there's there's not a lot of oxygen and so rot doesn't really happen in water therapy unless there was already a problem mm. um but rot happens in dirt because there's oxygen in there which um it's great <laughs> but if you damage the plant that's when it gets a hold of your plant mm. um, so yeah i i water everything on the same schedule on my um totally whirlwind description of how I care of things. Um, and I just water things heavier that I know like more water and I have to water things lighter than I know like less water. So it's, it's very, uh, it's not very precise. And I think a lot of people, when they ask me for, for advice about it, I think it's always a little bit disappointing. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I, don't know, I, I water on Saturdays. Uh, sometimes I water on Wednesdays too. You know, I've watered at night. Sometimes I'll water with tap water because I don't have time to use the rain barrel. And that's fine. Yeah. Plants are tough if you if you grow them slightly tough. Um, but when they come straight from Thailand, they they are not tough. They that's like cactus spa, like uh, you know the year round growing and the the like right amount of humidity, and you you get these plants that are like this big and. Then, a year later under my care it's like half the size because i just can't do it mm. <laughs> but um yeah i don't know let me show you some more plants yes please i'm, I'm hearing All i'm right. hearing that you're like a very technical grower but you don't overcomplicate is what it sounds like yeah me. like you know you're yeah, and, and, and you're, I, you're being technical but you don't want to like have this super complicated process right because i think that will take away the the joy of it for yes. me 
um, it's already complicated enough at times. And I, I internalize a lot. I know that uh, rainwater is better. It's got the better pH and it's got less, less junk in there, but I don't check my pH and um, I just mm. go by the seat of my pants that mm. are hopefully the right size. Um, but I really respect people that, that dive in deep into that. Like I know no disrespect there. I just, I don't, I don't have the capacity, the bandwidth for it. So yeah. I can, I've got other things going on. But, but you're uh, not quite a hard grower either, right? You're, you're more like no. in the middle. Yeah, I think I, I would say I'm in the middle. I can think of a lot of people that grow them much harder than I do. And I can think of people that they're all their aria purpose are green right and they're not a stress to them but i mean i, I brush them i like i like to have a clean plant mm. um so yeah that, that's my goal is a little stressed but clean is is what i go for Great. of course the grass never looks like that um here's some nice some loafs lofophora um spilling some dirt on my laptop that's okay uh so i think it's really satisfying to grow from seed i really recommend everybody do it um expect to lose to kill a lot of plants in the process mm. uh, and figure out what works for you but those little the little cuties are a year and a half old um and they'd probably be a lot bigger if i had separated them mm. um but i just you know you know i had a baby well i didn't my wife did all the work Very cool. um who by the way i it's gina becca is my wife and that's her handle um, she's a really amazing artist and human being. Shout out to Gina Becca. Yeah, she's the reason I built a bigger greenhouse. I was planning on a 10 by 12, and she was like, why don't you just build something bigger? You know you're going to need this space. That oh, ooh, there we go. What is go. that, a super white? Finally. You know, I want. I, I would call it a super white if I was allowed to. Um, it's it's just a freaky eye. It's from my dad. Um this is actually one of my very first plants. Uh, he gave me this for my birthday, I think like my 25th, 26th birthday. I don't know. But it, it's it's one of my absolute Gorgeous. favorite plants. And I, you know, I go and I give it a squeeze. I love squeezing Lofophora. Some people call them Lofophora. I don't, I don't know. It's funny, all the um, different pronunciations. Like I, you just said freaky. I, I've heard freaky. I've heard uh, fry guy. Yeah. I've heard all kinds of different and, things. So my, my dad and I, both of us are, Spanish is our first language. Um, so it's, I think, our natural tendency um, to think of them in Spanish first, even though I know some of them like uh, Ariocarpus fissuratus because of the fissures in the skin, but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah. And I, I talk to people, Ariocarpus, and that's cool. I, I don't, I'm probably the one saying it wrong and that doesn't bother me because <laughs> language is weird. Yeah. Um, it doesn't yeah, matter. That's, that's like Queen Bitch Succulent said it. I, I say it the way I the way I read it. You know, that's what she yeah, says. Exactly. Yeah. And I always just say, hey, English is my second language. What do you want from me? Mm. Um, here's a graft of a variegated um this is also freaky eye. Uh, uh it worked really well when I got it. Oh yeah. Nice. So pretty cool. Um I like I like variegated plants. I don't I don't do a lot. Uh, I, I wish I knew more locality info. I think it's super interesting. But if I have the info, I write it on the tag. But I don't collect localities so much. Okay. I just see plants I like and connect with. Um, 
here's another one. I'm not sure how people say this one. I call it Gaispitosa. Mm -hmm. um, that got a little, oh, come on, give me, got a little etiolated. It's got some like bowling pins, is what I've been calling them. Uh oh. Wait, I don't want you guys. Down. Very cool. But it's pretty cute. I got this one from my friend, uh, Alex. Another Alex. Um, Keeps changing his username. I think it's ariocarpus.cv now. Okay. Um, little trade. And those are, I think, all the loaves I brought. Um, I just brought some of my favorite plants. Like, uh, I would love to go to the Grand Canyon, the Coconino Valley, and see some of these guys. Um, and they used to be called nice. Navajoa. Nice. But they're Petio Cactus Piblianus. Uh, this is a variety Men's Menzeliae. I'm not really sure how you say any of those. So, super cute. Um, little dwarf guys with these really fat spines. Um, this is a cute pot too. Yeah. I call things cute when I like them. So sorry if I channel um, a sorority girl. I don't uh, know. Femininity? Okay how dare you? How, <laughs> how dare a man have uh, any feminine yeah. aspects to them? Totally it's, right. It is, it no is cute. There. Um, this is by writer. It's actually more gnarly, right? It's, it's like I feel like I could bludgeon yeah. someone with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, nice guy named writer. Uh, and here's a plant. I think I get asked if I'd sell this probably more than most other plants. I mean, other than like any time a little before it pops up and shit, but this is one of my favorite plants. Ooh. This is a, can I give us a focus? There, there you go. go. So this is a Corphantha elephantidens. Okay. And this is a cultivar. Um, so there's a variety that they call Brevis spinus, short spines. But this is a cultivar of that variety called Titan that has really short, fat spines. Nice. And when I water it, the spines, they, they're like orange. It, it looks like, um, like a character out of Super Mario, like a Bowser shell. Mm, it does. Pretty sweet. It does. Yeah. And then... Uh, I really like um, I really like cultivars in general, and cultivars are really interesting because you can't you can't cultivars are descriptive; they're not genetic. So just because you bought seed from a cultivar, you're not guaranteed to end up with any of it. Okay. Um, so, like this is a buffalo spine um, astrophytum. Okay. You see the nice chunky woody spines i've never seen those um, before to, yeah this is another little less common one um that and the titan so it gets these it's it's a capricorn which i think means goat in latin or greek i don't know okay. um and then that one gets particularly fat spines that get to the cultivar name of buffalo um but you know you could grow so 100 seeds of it and only end up with 10 of them that you get to call uh, buffalo, which is the case for like Godzilla's and cauliflowers and even like Lophophora, people say you're buying an Ibo or an Uibo or Yataka, all that. It might not be, um, but you know, it's, it's kind of like gambling. Now, how can um, you identify for certain? Is it just visual or are you saying- It's like... only visual. Okay. So with, with time. Okay. So for example, here's an easy one to identify. An astrophytum B type. 
Okay. See, you can tell by the Vs, right? Uh -huh. um, so I bought 50 seeds. I, I grew this little beauty from seed um, February 2019. So pretty nice. It's about the size of a quarter now. Uh, I bought 50 seeds like on eBay. So it was already possibly a scam. Right. Um, and out of those 50, I ended up with 10 V types, which is not bad. You know, 20% success rate. That's um, very cool. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you two more plants I really like. And yeah. Whatever else. Um, Cultropoas are super hot right now. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard. So I was really excited. Yeah, last last summer, I got this guy, and it's they're not really on the radar as much unless you're like a, a super obsessive for diving deeper. An obscurist. Um, just because they don't get that farina or. I don't know if they're obscure or not, but this is a Solaris. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, I got it in a trade. I, I traded like seven plants for it with um, a really amazing grower in New York, uh, Scott Lesko. He's nice. on Instagram, Lesko Cactus. Nice. Um, he doesn't have any more to trade, so don't ask. <laughs> but uh, I think even though I traded him a whole bunch of plants for it, I think he was still being pretty generous in his trade. Um, and Solaris are really difficult because from what I've been told by, I don't remember who, growers or another friend, um, is that people haven't been able to get them to um, produce seed in cultivation. So a little gray area there about, you know, whether it's okay to cultivate from wild collected seed or not. Um, because I know um, there's, there's books that say that there's no seedlings growing in the wild in Chile of, um, of many of the really popular plants. But uh, Stefan, the cactus explorer, mm -hmm. Stefan Berger, uh, he goes there and he, he and I have chatted a lot and he says that he's, he sees seedlings there. So um, there's always new and different and changing information, right? Um, so on the safe side, I don't what, what would you say on the safe side, it would be ethical to not or... I think it's it's. Uh, I think it would be best left to the experts sure. who okay. will successfully propagate them. Yeah. Um, and I think I would be most comfortable with an established institution collecting and growing them. Yes, so, um, I like that. You know, it's it's one thing like like I, I'm thinking in particular uh, plants that are in trouble. But um, you know, if I go out, I wouldn't feel weird if I was on a hike and. I collected a saguaro fruit that fell on the ground. Uh, I, I would not feel like I was threatening the saguaro population. Okay. Um, and there's a weird, there's a weird point. There's no absolutes with with ethics and morals, right? Mm. Um, it's it's not black and white because all plants come from the wild, and and I've had some people try and use that as a trump card, being like, oh, well, all plants have, were taken once, so why can't I take now? And it's like, yeah. well because you're being a dick <laughs> you can get them ethically um so yeah i guess my it's a non-answer i i haven't fully processed how i feel about taking seeds or not well i appreciate um, your stance I, I'm, I'm very interested in that actually in coming to learn about it thank you for sharing that yeah for sure and uh here's ones the ones that are pretty in demand uh, there she is um yeah and mine's actually uh you're not going to believe 
this. I got this. Uh, Look at those spines. Four years ago, um, for six dollars. Shut the fuck. Because people are rolling in their rolling in their graves right now. <laughs> so you know, no problem for me. I just point that side back. But uh, yeah, I don't think even a damaged one could could be found for that much anymore. Um, so I really like. You might have noticed I like interesting spines. Yeah. So this is this is actually these are my last two. I'll show you this. This is a copepo. I'm I grew from seed. I have a few. And focus. Oh, it tries. This is a young columna alba. And there we go. Nice. You can see the tag. Um, September 2018, yes. I think, is yeah. reversed on my screen. Yeah. So they're not fast. Um, and this is one of the fastest, the biggest of the siblings, the most vigorous. But um, I'm really excited about it. This is that satisfaction of growing from seed, right? Um, yeah. Like it's it's super cool to to look down and, and see something that you've been cultivating and that you can check the tag and be like, wow, that that uh, I remember that when that was smaller than a pea and thought it was yes. going to die. <laughs> um, so I can't. Like I, when people ask me about growing from seed, I, I try and share as much information as possible because I want everyone to do it. I want yeah. people to enjoy growing because, like I, I like that plant more than that big cinera. Like I, it's and I like plants that I've gotten from my dad, more than plants I've gotten from Thailand. You know, mm -hmm. um, because it really is. I mean, it's for lack of a better word, it's an emotional connection. Like I, yeah. I actually care about this plant. It's like your baby. This other plant, it's like. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of them. And you can pass um, it down. I, I can't imagine what it will be like to pass that thing down, too, you know, to your, yeah. to your and kids. And at that point, I'll have my dad's plants, and right. it's it's going to be a, a problem. Here's another cute spined one. Um, Gymnocolisiums aren't on a lot of people's radar, but I think they're super satisfying. They're pretty fast growers. They're pretty forgiving. You can water them a lot. They flower abundantly, um, and they're pretty inexpensive. So I don't know. <laughs> That's nice. my plug. Uh, don't go drive up the gymnocolithium prices, but check check them out. There's some really cool ones. Ooh. What are uh, what are some of your favorite trading plants? Some, like trading some trading territory. No, but, bro. Thank you. First of all, yeah. we're already almost done. I promised my lady that I would only do an hour. We got 12 minutes. I want to say this. Okay, uh, perfect. I'll tell you. I'll answer your question, but. Uh, your show and tell was perfect. You did it at a good rate because most of the people are just listening, you know, but I, I know mm -hmm. that the real, the real cactus freaks will come and watch this. So yeah, I, yeah. I would love to end with like 10 minutes of discussion. So for those that are listening, you know, don't feel too left yeah. out, but that was great. Thank you very much. And sure. I appreciate you, you just sharing so much information, man. And I'm going to learn a lot from this for sure. Um, uh -huh. I've I'm, come I'm to, <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. thank you. I've, I've come to appreciate Copiapoa. I think that they're overrated to be per perfectly honest. Um, um, but I, I'm not saying I would love to have one. Uh, but yeah, I've really fallen in love with like Lophophoras and Trichoceras more so than anything. Um, that's what, what I really like. Uh -huh. And I, I appreciate aerial carpus and, um, yeah, all, mm -hmm. all things cactus. I mean, I, I just got a really cool mammalaria. But, yeah, I mean, Sweet. to me, like, I'm not as, 
I'm not as hardcore as a lot of people, you know? I just love I just love plants. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know a lot of technical That's, things. I, I, just, I feel you, man. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know much either. Like I just I learned from talking and I'm still learning a lot and like I I would never pretend to be an expert. And sure. Like I, I love I love all I'll, I'll tell you the one thing I I like houseplants too. <laughs> yeah. I joke around that I don't, but um they're they're really cool and some people have given me plants and i i like taking care of them and they're in some ways more instant gratification with those things because you see growth so quickly so it's it's, there's no reason i wouldn't have any hang-ups about not knowing stuff because i don't know so much no yeah and you struck me you struck me as (laughs) you struck me as knowledgeable but humble you didn't come off as somebody that thinks that they're an expert and but you definitely have the knowledge and the expertise and i appreciate Mm -hmm. you uh sharing it with us um what was i gonna say oh okay Uh, by the end of this project i'm gonna probably be one of those people that's more hardcore not and not that this project is ever gonna come to an end um no but uh i think more and more i'm getting sucked in you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, like I'm starting now. I've it's, been experimenting with with these technical things, and I'm I'm taking it more seriously. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, I I don't want to lose that like the I don't care attitude kind of thing. I just like plants, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? I I think that's great. I I like to say I feel that way too. Like um, social media is a hell of a drug. Like Ugh. people. Yeah. People get worked up. It affects the ego super hard. It yeah. makes competition, but. I I'd like to to say I, I I hope I come across as somebody that that doesn't care that much and that I'm just having fun and yeah, sharing yeah, and yeah. chatting like I've made a ton of friends. Um, you know, if if tomorrow came and Instagram was done, I I would still be doing all the same yes. shit you see me doing. Like that's that's it. That's, that's what <laughs> separates people, the real ones. I I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about um, the online plant community until last year. You know, I didn't know it existed. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't been around that long either. I think three or four is just like but it's super cool. Like I've made I've made friends all around the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and what's crazy um just a quick tangent, my dad was was, you know, part of the cactus internet world where he would, you know, back then it was in email forums mm. where, you know, you would have your nightly exchange and you would respond and like he was getting plants from friends that way too. So it's always been around in one way or another. Sure. It's just become far more visual and instant. Right. Which is cool. But God. Yeah. I imagine yeah. it was like message boards in the early days. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, I do find myself comparing myself to other people too. Like, oh, my greenhouse isn't good enough because it's a plastic hoop house, or you know what I mean. I, I'm just and yeah, I, and then I'm like, I want, I want, I want, I want, you know. And I'm trying not to let myself get like that, dude, because I, it's like, I gotta appreciate what I do have, and I'm not like balling mm-hmm. by any means. So I, I'm, you will not no. see a copia poes in area in my collection anytime soon, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was just my little rant about that. I, I no, I feel you, and evil. I think it is. And like, I already have my enabler, my my dad, and and I. Uh, it's dangerous because I'll tell him, "Hey, I'm scooping up some of these. You want some?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Sweet. I wasn't going to buy them unless you said yes." Um, and the next thing we know, we're we're doing a big order for, <laughs> of plants. 
Um, but he also, I think we can also pull each other back. Like I think mm, that um, accountability. Like I, yeah, and like I'll be like, hey, I had, what do you think about this? And be like, it's too expensive. I'm like, yeah, right, it is too expensive. Um, so I think my my cheapness keeps me from going insane. Mm. Um, you know, I've had some friends that will just say that they they felt like they were in a competition to buy the best plants and the best pots, and it's absurd. It's just like, uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I hope you like growing your plants. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I. I totally understand, you know, no, no judgment. Um, I'll see stuff and I'll be like, damn, yeah. I wish my greenhouse was that nice. I wish my yard was landscaped. Like, you know, I wish, There's I wish people I could looking at your, your account and, and feeling like that for sure. Yeah. I mean, coming from an absolute, like, um, like I, I, I've, I could never buy a plant again and, and be busy for a decade with what I have. So yes. I, I recognize I know what I have um, and I'm really lucky that I can find things that you know I, I don't pay a lot for plants I guess is the like I I think the most I paid for a single plant was 175 bucks wow. um, which doesn't happen a lot because you know I, I, uh, I used to be a high school teacher and now I'm working at the university but it was a parallel thing so I've always had being frugal at the center of things and we just uh like you know my wife and i we don't buy new cars and we don't do a lot of things that that uh, maybe that's where i get my cactus budget from <laughs> well i really and like i also realize yeah go ahead i was gonna say i really like what you just said like uh it, you could be satisfied with what you already have currently never buying another plant again me mm -hmm. with my dwindling in comparison to like uh collection to yours i feel the same way i if i That's could just awesome. keep and care for the, what i do have i could I'll die happily it's fine i want <laughs> you to field some sorry i'm just kind of jamming through oh yeah i go want for you it. to field some questions that i got um from yeah, here. speaking of social media uh yeah. rome cactus said what was the first genus slash species that really deepened your love for cacti um i think it was Honestly, it was ferrocactus um, because my dad gave me some ferrocactus pilosis, um, gracilis pilosis. It's like it's these little hairy fibers at the aerials. Uh -huh. um, he gave me something he grew from seed and I, I put them in the ground <laughs> in full sun and they didn't die and they're, they're still growing. And it's just like, how cool is that? Um, and I remember that my first cactus ever uh, was, was a ferrocactus covelli. Covelli, I'm not sure how to say it. Uh, that I picked out in middle school that's still in my dad's backyard that that we planted together so really um one of the most common ones is the barrel cactus <laughs> very cool very yeah. cool shout out to Rome cactus I'm actually going to be yeah. interviewing him here soon he told he was Sweet. one of the people that told me he was really excited to uh to hear your episode bm bm 4n47 said what got you into the world of cacti? I think we kind of talked about that, but maybe we should answer his question just to be. Yeah, let's just say it's it's hereditary. It's, uh, it's all my dad's fault. <laughs> um, There's yeah, another he, question. Uh, Go ahead, please. I'd, I'd say about, well, um, for the longest time, the majority of my collection was plants that my dad gifted to me. That's, mm. that's not the case anymore because it's gotten a little out of hand, but I still know which ones are from my dad. Yeah, that's cool. 
this person, I should have done this earlier, bro. I'm sorry. I'm a such okay. a procrastinator and I've been doing episode after episode oh. lately. <laughs> no, You've been busy, man. I've been fucking yeah. pumping out episodes the last few days. Um, the last question I, I would like I was trying to say was I should have posted this a couple of days ago so everybody could have got their questions in. But how did you sure. get your lops? I think that maybe they're trying to say, how did you get your loaves? Do we want to answer that question? <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, I've actually, you know, I've, I've talked to APHIS agents about what is actually illegal. Mm -hmm. Um California is a different world. I think they're all banned. I think it's the whole genus. Um, but supposedly, and I, you can quote me, but it won't make it any truer if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, it's just Willamsii that is not allowed. And it's just plants um, as far as importing um, and selling goes. But all the other species, uh, Diffusa, Freakii, you know, uh, Caispitosa is a subspecies of Willamsia, so I wouldn't be comfortable getting those. Um, but so some I got from my dad, most of most of them. Some I've traded with friends. I've gotten some from Thailand uh, with with paperwork. You know, I, um, but I, I don't I don't grow and show off Willamsia because that's not that's that's the that's the big one. Um, but that being said, I, I also think it's very easy for something to be identified as a Willamsii. So that's actually why I don't have that many. Um, I mean, I, I have a few, right, compared to a lot of people. But if you compare the Areocarpus and Astrophytums that I have to the local foras, it's, it's like a tenth of the size of the collection. Um, and that's just because I am, I, I don't, I, I don't want to make a mistake. Um, they're cool plants, <laughs> but I don't, it's not worth it. I'm not, I'm not that obsessed. <laughs> now, are you saying uh, legality wise, there's a difference about those to possess? Is it to possess? Yeah. Cultivate, sell? To, to pest, to, to possess, to import, to, to sell. I did not um, know that. And then this is nationwide? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Williamsii is the one that has the, um, Actually, I don't remember what it's even called. Uh, you can tell I'm not, I, you know, if you're into it, that's totally cool. But I'm, I'm no, I'm no psychonaut. I've never wanted to eat one. Mm. Um, and if you have, a totally, totally cool. I'm into spiritualism. Um, but I, I, I can't remember the name of the chemical in it anymore. Wow. Mescaline? I have to ask Google it. Mescaline. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Jeez. Um, that's the one that has mescaline. The supposedly the other species don't. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. And that's that's the. Uh, class three substance or whatever um that is federally prohibited I do uh, and the, the whole history of that i don't know a ton about it but um i really i think it's it's stemmed in in oppression and it goes along with a lot of the marijuana laws that that were passed too so um it's exciting to see states uh, uh legalizing yeah. that that kind of thing and i'm hoping it continues because I don't mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel bad for somebody when they, when they make a post um, cussing out customs for destroying their plants that didn't have paperwork or that are illegal. Yeah. Um, I understand you're upset, but you can't get mad at, at customs. About it. <laughs> like, you knew what you were doing wasn't right. Um, and especially like for me, it's not even about, um, you know, mescaline or not. It's about, are you importing plants with, with pests and, 
fungus and like are you introducing a new super mealy that's gonna come <laughs> and destroy our, our plants like mm. that's and that's you know that's that are you are you thinking beyond your personal needs or sure. are you just mad because you didn't get a new trophy i don't know I, I appreciate little, maybe that's a little said. judgy. <laughs> no, that's okay. I appreciate what you just said and I totally can respect that. Um mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. I really appreciate yeah. you being willing to do this. And um Yeah. Um I hope that, you know, there's further topics we could explore in the future if you'd be open to it. For sure, anytime. Yeah. And you know, I, I really enjoy what you're doing. I I, I feel like I'm getting to know people in the community with uh, yeah. that, that some people, a lot of them I talk to, but you know, sometimes all you talk about is plants and there's a whole person there. So it's, it's nice to get to know a little more. Right. So right. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. All right. Cactus update, everybody. If everyone could right. please like review and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button. I appreciate that. Thank you.